perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. Oh, you're, you're going to let me kick it off, Dr. Ken? Absolutely. Well, thank you. Uh, Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday to you. How are you, ma'am? I'm a little jet lagged, but other than that, Aww. you know, it's it's a typical week in the day in the life of DT, but I'm here, happy to be here live. You, didn't, you didn't sleep all day? No, I caught a red-eye flight oh. from Los Angeles into Milwaukee today, and, uh, you know, when I texted you earlier, I was like, <laughs> like why didn't you answer? Because I was asleep. Sundays are good for, you know, and the weather, here's what's interesting. We are in some real climate change times because it was cold the entire time I was in Los Angeles. My eyes just glazed over you. Mm. It was, it was cold. And there was one day, I think it was Thursday where I went to the weather channel and I said, let me just see what the temperature is in Milwaukee. While I was in Los Angeles it was 73 degrees mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It was 66 degrees in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Cold. But you know, it's that big Pacific Ocean thing. I got well, it's just, you know, they say usually in Los Angeles, they call it June gloom, where it's, you know, overcast. Right. And right. yeah, but that was that was rough for me hey. to see all these palm trees and no sun and <laughs> knowing that, you know, my home city is warmer than los angeles california but that whole west coast thing you know all up and down the pacific coast it was just cold and wet and yeah, overcast and i'm like eh. i don't see myself going to los angeles anytime I'm soon yeah. i'm gonna i am gonna go back though in september to see madonna <laughs> i love madonna that's, that's, a, that's, that's an og that's a, that's a lot of money to pay who, said, who said I was paying? Well, but can I? Dr. Can Ken, I, can you I keep speak? forgetting. I'm a woman. Me, can I speak? Go ahead. I'm listening. I think it's too much money to spend to go all the way there to see somebody for a couple hours. Mm. Now, if we was hanging out and I got VIP and then we going to hang out afterwards or go have a meal. Okay. But that? No. Nah. You didn't. You didn't. You never asked me, Dr. Ken, how I, I was going. But, I would you, not, but I'm not going to ask you. Everything you just be, described. But I'm not going to ask you and be wrong But my wrong thing is, everything time. you just described. But I'm not going to ask you and be wrong at the same time. Well, you just you just went into, <laughs> I don't see why you. And I'm like. I didn't say you. I don't see why Everything that you just described mm-hmm. is exactly the means that I'm going on. I know. <laughs> so let's be crystal clear on that. Look, look, I knew that. Otherwise, why would you bother? Because I know. DT. I'm 47, but I'm still DT. Ooh. Hey! I got you beat, and I'm loving it. Don't even try it. Okay. You saw Old my National lips. Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. I am. I love it. You not. Respect. I'm, I'm getting up there. Look, look, 50, look, is you, a, 50 is around the corner. <laughs> old National Bank, get old. You're not. Respect it. Is that what they should add? No, nah, that's not what it is. <laughs> you are listening to the truth segment. Uh, WTMJ. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a great weekend. This weekend here in Milwaukee, again, I just got back, but it appears as though great weather. People were out. Yeah, it was. But what was disheartening for me is, so WTMJ valued listeners, as you can probably gather, Dr. Ken and I, we are very intentional about topics that we want to discuss on the show 
to not only inform and influence, but even entertain. What's disheartening for me is that every time I research Milwaukee local news, it never fails. Every day, there is some type of violent act. Violence here, violence there. Somebody got ran over. Somebody got shot. This this right here, though, is where I, I, I'm just like, are you kidding me? A one-year-old was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday? I want to say it was yesterday because the story came out about 11 o'clock this morning. And, yeah, it was last night. Eight, eight o'clock last night out uh, near the uh, library, 19th and Atkinson. The most troubling component or part of this story is where two adults were in the car with the one-year-old and they begin to argue. During the argument, obviously one of the two adults pulled out a gun and the one-year-old in the car with them was shot. What do they do? They take the one-year-old shot baby, not to the hospital. By the way, this is Wisconsin. We have the top children's hospital in the country, if not one of the top, the top. No, no, no. They don't take the one-year-old to the hospital. They take the one-year-old to the fire department. The one-year-old that was shot was taken to the fire department. Now, I don't know what exactly the rationale was, but I'm going to assume that they panicked. All logic went bye-bye and they saw a fire department not too far from where. Right. And they just went to the fire department. It was like, help, help, help. Please help us. But it was like you dropped them off. And see, that's where it really. that's, That's the part. And I don't know if that's the part of the news story that they just said, but the fact that they dropped off at a station on thir- on on station 36 on 27th street I, i'm i don't that's very disheartening and and the fact that you should have called an ambulance and had them come to you and they probably and they would have been able to save the child i, I don't know i don't know the I fact mean, that we as radio talk show host when looking for topics to discuss on the show. Right. And every day it's just shot, shot, person shot, persons ran over, person hit and run. It it makes what we do, Dr. Ken, for me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't want to speak for you, but it really, it it makes this very depressing, traumatic, Mm -hmm. disheartening and disheartening. Yeah. And and one of the one of the things that disturbs me about it is the fact that we don't say or do anything about it. We don't get mad. There's no screaming. There's no protesting. There's no. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you this, because. And I don't like to use this term. When we come back from break. What can we do? What mm. can law abiding you know, people of faith or people of that don't resort to violence. We come back from break. 
The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Dr. Ken, Mm -hmm. and I'm speaking for other listeners, you bring up protests and we come back. What are we supposed to do? The law-abiding citizens who would never, ever, ever even think of shooting a baby. What do we do? I have an idea of how to fix that starting today. When we come back from break, we're going to hear from Dr. Ken on what we can do. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening. You're listening to The Truth on TV. We were having an off-air conversation. Sorry. <laughs> we, we, we never, like, the two of us never stopped talking. We just run off and off. Can you imagine off. that? Us not talking? Yeah. Oh, well. Frank, you're on the new, the good, the best. 620 Truth on TMJ. How's it going? Good. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. I love your show. I'm a white guy that really loves the show and really cares about the community in Milwaukee, about everybody in Milwaukee. But my, you, you asked, what can we do? And I really uh-huh. think this did not happen. This did not happen just last night, right? This happened with these people. The person that at least the person that has the gun. This has been going in motion for probably years. If you look at this person's criminal history, I'll lay dollars to donuts. There's a long criminal history, and and breaks by the judge, breaks by the district attorney, not to keep this person in jail. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not for this case, that is a big problem in Milwaukee, in Milwaukee County, where criminals, and there's so many good people, there's criminals that are running the streets and ruining it for the rest of us in Milwaukee. And now this little baby's innocent little child is dead. And and you said about the, you know, the bad decision to take the child to the fire department. I, I agree with you. I think part of that was panic. Uh, and, you know, you don't know what to do and scared and all this. But it, this started years ago, I really believe. But are you making the assumption that the person that did it has a criminal record? Is there somewhere in there where I'm, it could no, have been no, an I'm accident? No. I beg your pardon. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm assuming that this started years ago. With the but system. how can you and, do that when you don't know I'm the person? As a whole, as a whole. No, we're not as speaking a as a whole. We're speaking. Well, that's true. I beg your pardon. But but you made an assumption about an incident that occurred, and you made the assumption that they're that they're automatically criminals because it occurred, or or they had a criminal past, and we don't know that. I, I, no, I'm saying that that this is the problem in Milwaukee as a whole, not not just this particular act. Maybe so it's just people, so it's just full of criminals or what? Well, no, I I did say that the vast majority of people are good in Milwaukee. Okay, it's just these few people. No, obviously not. I because you're a good person, right? You live in Milwaukee. I am. I live in Milwaukee. And Doctor Ken is not a, a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had to. I had to break yes, the he ice. Is. He's 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 an okay person. Thank you person. so much for taking my call. Thank I, you. I just think that you know. Have a good evening. Just let's keep the faith, honestly. Yes. Right. Thank no, you, thank much, you for your call. Thank bye you bye. so much, Frank. And here's the thing, though, Doctor Ken. I I agree with everything that Frank said. And so what if we assume that they're criminals? They killed a one-year-old baby. 
Right, but what I'm saying is that what does you, it make? It means that when you carry that that vein, that thought, and I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just looking at it from a different angle. Okay, when you carry that thought in your brain, that whenever something happens, you carry that same thing to the jury box. That if the fact that the person got arrested for a crime, they're guilty. They have a criminal record. That's just not true. I don't care. Things happen. I don't care if. No, what I'm ne- saying is well, that I'm each individual I don't needs care to be given if an they individual had look. a criminal past or not. Sure. At this point, sure. two, two adults arguing in a car is one sure. thing. Two, two adults arguing in a car with a. So here's the thing. What was you people, doing with the gun? People get that, in arguments. That it went off. Adults get in right. arguments all the time with right. their kids or their babies in the backseat. Sort back of seat. like now. You know what? This is why I told you he's not a good person, Frank. I hope you're still listening. You see? See? Anyway. I don't care. So the question of are you assuming they were a criminal or not, it means nothing. The fact that you were in a car with a baby, one-year-old baby, and you get into an argument, and I don't know, again, somebody either had the gun already in their lap or in their pocket. Mm Mm-hmm. You know there's a baby in the car. Why are you even pulling out the gun to begin with? So, because that's an assumption. The gun, the gun might have been in the back seat. No. The gun might have been in the I'm back not, thing. And baby I'm not doing got, this with finish, you, Dr. Ken. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm and not the doing baby this. got in, right? So I'm not doing this with get you. The, let's get the particulars of what happened first before we start. Okay. I'll play your right? game. So even well, it's not if, a game. Well, I'm, I'm going to play. My thing is this. I get where you're coming. You're, you're putting your law enforcement hat on. I get that. I respect that. But what I'm saying is that realistically, realistically, don't look at me like that. Realistically, okay, I'll play your scenario. There's a gun in the back seat with the one-year-old baby. It just happened to go off. The baby might have got hold of it and pulled the trigger. One-year-old baby? I'm just saying. One-year-old baby. Listen to what I'm saying. Dr. Ken. In everything. I, I cannot even engage in this conversation with you because I'm gonna tell you what happened. I don't even. First of all, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna be done with it. I didn't see OJ stab Nicole Brown Simpson and the other guy, but I'm 99.9% convinced that he's guilty. Okay. Sometimes you don't have to see it to know. The car. I get again. You're speaking from your lens as a, as a law enforcement officer. I'm speaking from my lens as a human being who's also a mama who got common sense. I'm in. Yeah, that was shade. Two adults, <laughs> two adults in a car. I did, okay. I did. Two All adults right. in a car with the baby. Right. Why was the gun even anywhere? Talking about the gun could have been in the back seat. It Why was you arguing together. in the car? Like what? What, I don't what we doing? I, I'm not tripping off the, the arguing in the car. What I'm saying is that for a gun loaded, loaded by the way, you know, I, I have a concealed carry weapon license in Wisconsin. <gasps> it's my right. True. I have a concealed carried weapon license. I'm not about to reveal what I got and where it is, but I will just say that. Now, I will say this. When I took the training, and I'm sure it wasn't as sophisticated as the training that you had received as a law enforcement officer, one thing that was part of the coaching or training was this gun is is basically not to be played with. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with having a gun. Mm -hmm. And just know that when you pull it out, you better be ready to use it. So again, or don't pull it out or don't pull it out. So in the case of this one year old being in the car, I no. as far as I'm concerned, they're criminals to me now, regardless of what their background is, they're criminals to me now. For me, 
once you drop the baby off at the fire station, we're done. Once you had the gun in the car with the one-year-old to where she got, or the, was it a female or a, or a male baby? The one-year-old baby got shot. That's when I was done. Okay. They're criminals to me now. Totally. Without any more Talk information. Talk about the gun in the back seat. Come on now, Dr. Ken. Come on. Welcome back Welcome to The back. Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Date Thomas, the <laughs> effective communication coach, is hanging out with me tonight. And I am so honored, so blessed, and so beat up. But you know, I'm going to hang in there because, you know, people just treat, treat me bad. They treat you bad, they Dr. Ken. Me. Not people you. Frank, treat me bad. Frank called in and said he, loves, he loved the show. I love Frank. Frank is cool. You got up all on Frank, though. You, well, you kinda, I, I want to make sure. I want to make sure that when we look at things, we look at it in a holistic way. And not just zero in on what we think happened when we don't have any evidence or information that says to the otherwise. Let's wait and hear. Let's find somebody, arrest them, and then say, hey, what happened? Tell that to the parent of a one-year-old the who gets shot. The parent was the one no. that was in the car. No, I'm saying just tell it to a, nor- a, 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 a normal parent. Care? Oh, let's wait for that. I'd be like, y'all got about 2.5 seconds. And like you said, I'm wired differently because my job was to be. I hate to say it, indifferent to be in the middle. And and if if you met the criteria for the crime, you got arrested and they got presented to the district attorney's office and they decided whether to prosecute you and we're done. I'm really going to make you mad. No, we got to go to news. Gonna I'm going to make, make, make you mad when I say this. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. if you're capable of doing what you did, you probably do have a criminal background. And that's a that's, okay. that's an assumption, but I'm just going to keep it real. That's fine. If, if you are capable of having a gun in a car to where you could shoot a one-year-old baby, you probably do have a criminal background. You definitely insane. Let's just That's say, for sure. let's guarantee that you get one afterwards. The problem is the district attorney's office. Well, we feel bad, and that no, feel bad in Evan, jail. Evan, can like, you call? Can you call prison. Canada and tell them that I'm about to <laughs> relinquish my U.S. citizenship in Toronto or Vancouver? Or you Toronto. Want to go to Nova Scotia, British no. Columbia. Toronto. Like what we do? Oh, Toronto. Yeah, I knew you to say Toronto. I got family there. Oh, I'll tell you. Them, them island folks. I tell you just. Them island folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Ken Harris. She's Denise Thomas. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You are listening to the truth segment on WTMJ 620. Happy Sunday. It is Sunday, June 4th. This is DT, also known as the Effective Communication Coach, co-hosting with the intelligent, one-sided perspective, the Dr. Ken Harris. Did did y'all hear me when I said that? I don't know if he heard me. Dr. Ken, how are you? <laughs> oh, if you're oh, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Denise was talking. If All you're right. just tuning in, we were talking about the want? tragic uh, event that occurred last night at 8 p.m. A one-year-old was killed in a car during an argument with two adults, and apparently the argument resulted in a gun being pulled out or a gun being in the car. Whatever the situation was, whatever the situation was, the one-year-old was shot. 
the two adults appear to have panicked, took the one-year-old to the fire department, then was transported to the Children's Wisconsin Hospital and died at the Children's Wisconsin Hospital. So it, it literally, as a mother, breaks my heart to have to even consume, let alone, you know, report on this. It is it is real. It is what's happening in Milwaukee. And as you are listening, if any of these thoughts come to your mind, such as, well, what do they look like? Or, well, that's Milwaukee for you. Or I, I pray for your soul because this is about humanity. I truly do. If that is the first reaction when you hear that a one-year-old baby was shot and you go to, well, what do they look like? Or what was the neighborhood? I pray for your soul. Well, you know, it's Milwaukee. What pray for mean? your soul. Yeah. Because I don't care if it's Ukraine. I don't care if it's Milwaukee. I don't care if it's Tougaloo, Mississippi. Whenever I read a headline that says a one-year-old baby was shot, my heart goes out to the family, the loved ones, and knowing that this baby, the life is one-year-old. That's it. There's no coming back from that. So more to come. Um, the two adults have been identified as known suspects. And well, as Frank had mentioned, you know, for me, I, I don't know what, how it re- would react if it were a relative of mine. If the one-year-old baby would have been a cousin, a niece, a grandchild, I don't know. And as Frank had mentioned, we have to keep trusting and believing that there is more good in this world than evil. With that being said, and with the images and with the stories and the, the tragic events that have happened in this country and continue to happen in this country, I'm just trying to figure out what do we do. You ready? Move to Iowa. Move to Iowa. I'm ready. I'm moving to Iowa. And so a story came across. You know, I was I was having a conversation with my spouse, and she just, you know, we just talk about random things and what's going on. And she said, you know, I guess the place to move is Iowa. And I went, <laughs> uh, for black people, cornfields, Iowa. But then I started doing some research, and I I came across. Um, African-Americans in Iowa 2023 from the iowadatacenter.org. And I started to look at some of the numbers and I said to myself, uh, self, yeah, uh, you're, you're a little, well, being, being black and recognizing how people tend to uh, default when they deal with black people, I always want to make sure that the comparison isn't, um, put in a way that's negative. So I always go to income and poverty, right? And I say, well, you know, it's if 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 it's good, then it's it, you know, it should be good for black people. Oh, it's right? really good. And I thought, and they said the median income of African American households in 2021 is forty one thousand four hundred and thirty six. The median household income for the state during the same time period for black people was sixty. And I went, no, that's not right. So then I kept reading and then I kept reading, and then I kept reading, and then I got down to the poverty rate for African American population. The corresponding rate for Iowa is eleven point one, but if you look at it, 
I thought, well, something's wrong here. Like, why why aren't and, – and what I'm starting to find out is that all of their numbers are higher. There's something going on in Iowa that's causing black people to say, you and know And look what? up a trend. The I, trend from oh, 1980 Moines, to 2020 yeah. – a 216.5% increase. So yeah. from 1980 to 2020, 90,272 black people. Yeah. And so moved to Iowa. It's it's intriguing because I know there there are people here that have gone to school in Iowa and have done things that are that are black and they say they had a phenomenal time in Iowa and I you know, I think to myself, okay, well, my fraternity had a regional convention in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. The mayor said, hey, look at this. You all doubled our black population. And he was saying it jokingly. But what I didn't know is this significant number of middle class black people, professionals that live in Des Moines and, and Davenport and at the schools of Iowa State and University of Iowa. And I had no idea that this was such a significant place in the Midwest. You know, it'd be interesting. So during the Jim Crow era, when a significant number of black Americans were migrating from the southern region of the country to mm-hmm. the northern. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why, you know, cities like Milwaukee, Detroit, Cleveland, that was where black folks migrated from the south. I'd be curious because it, it talks about in this this report. That from 1980 to 1920, now. To 2020. Excuse me. From 1980 to 2020. Thank you, Dr. Ken. I I would be interested in doing some research because the the years of the migration as a result of Jim Crow laws and segregation, et cetera, primarily occurred between the mid to late 50s all the way up and through like the late 70s. Right. But only, but only 10% of the black population actually left the South and yes. migrated. True, but it was a significant enough impact to where those 10% were were living good. Right. They were, you know, we were, they, we were working in jobs that were paying right. very, like anywhere between $80,000 to $100,000. And that, during that decade, that was a lot. Black folks was eating and living good. Right. Including here even, in Milwaukee. Even though we still weren't making as much as our white counterparts. Absolutely. We still lived a good middle It was class better than right. what, yes. Right. I'm trying to understand how come I've never heard about this before because 1980, that was during the Reagan administration. No, Carter. Mm-hmm. Carter slash Reagan administration. Reagan started 81. Yep. Right. I'm trying to understand why is this, because with all the talk about Iowa, especially during the, you know, the primary elections, right. during the presidential run, right. how come this is the first time this is big? Mm-hmm. And as and why don't they go to any of those black neighborhoods? That's what I'm that, and talk see, to them about the Iowa caucus. You and I are on the same page. Yeah, this is very interesting. Yeah, and and the weird part about it, from the looks of it, there's not a huge Democratic Party constituency in Iowa. No, they've got a Republican governor, and and they're of they're of they they are seemingly. A very, very conservative state. If I'm not mistaken, family, Governor Ron DeSantis work, is there right now. Yeah. Campaigning. Work, home, like family, all that. Education. And so when you look at at um, employment, 67.8%. The labor force participation rate 
of Iowa African-Americans 16 and over in 2021. The labor force participation rate for Iowans age 16 was 66.15. You're listening to the truth segment on WTMJ 620. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Thank goodness for Dr. Ken because this is news to me. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the significance of African-American presence in the state of Iowa, which is brand new to me. And is this a state that should be considering how they get more involved with the Congressional Black Caucus as well as other aspects of African-American life in Iowa. Who knew? This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach. Sometimes. We'll be doing our show, um, you know, live on remote from Iowa. <laughs> We out. That's actually that. Although I'm laughing, look, I'm over here on Zillow looking at <laughs> homes in Iowa. Where can I get you know like an open lot and look just build? The national African American rate of out of wedlock births per thousand in 2021 was 631.8. The rate of out of wedlock births in Iowa 357.3. Okay, so in 2023, I'm going to need that statistic to just be, who cares? I mean, all right, now I know I'm about to ruffle some feathers. In 2023, are we still consumed with whether a woman has a baby married or not? Are we really still having that dialogue in 2023? I say say yes. I say yes. It is is one of the, let me, it's one of the economic indicators that, that can contribute to the stressors that cause poverty, right? So nobody's bashing them for it because the there's a significant number of women who have children out of wedlock who do phenomenally well. And, and I think that's the part. Again, that's one of those things where, hey, I'm going to tell a statistic, but I'm going to tell the part that is negative, right? It's like the dropout rate in Milwaukee, right? Oh, my God, only 62%. But my thing is when you say out of wedlock, it right. implies as though that there wasn't a choice. I had two children. Yes, it does. because no, it you're, doesn't. You're, you're putting a criteria. You're saying that. Married, not married. That's all they're saying. They didn't say that. They said out of wedlock. It That's sounds like a married. disease or something. Oh. I'm just saying mm, as a I'm, woman, I'm a, as a, a woman a. Okay. who has had two children mm-hmm. and I was not married. Mm-hmm. And I'm there. Actually, I have an aunt. Okay. Who adopted, she didn't want to get married, but she wanted to be a mother. But she didn't have an out of wedlock birth. What do you mean? That's okay. Oh, because she adopted? Yeah. She doesn't that so doesn't now, count in the point. She she's oh fine. Oh my gosh. So women like me, you know, who I'll are t- who are successful. I'll tell a funny story who, really quick. Who lived through well, we got a break anyway, but who lived oh through? Can we get this GoFundMe starts? So we have to do all these breaks. Um, my son was probably in the third grade. He came home and he said, "Mom, he said, what's a half sister?" Wow. And I said, "What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? What's a half sister?" She. He said, "My teacher said that Dominique is my half sister." I said, "Well, it's a term that's used mm-hmm. when, by definition, your sibling has a different father or a different mother." Right. 
Needless to say, the effective communication coach had a very effective communication to that teacher the following day. Because as a parent, which she was, and her upbringing and her conditioning, she was conditioned to believe, to use the term half-sister. But I said, here's the thing that you're not thinking about. To a to an eight-year-old child, for you to for you to describe his sister, there ain't nothing half about nothing of us. We live in the same house. That is his sister. If you have a conversation about his daughter, or excuse me, his sister, my daughter, Dominique, who went to the same school, that then just say Dominique. We don't need to get into your half-sister. I remember when President Clinton was running for president. They kept, you know, half-brother, half-brother. It's like these terms can be traumatic. I know we got to go to break. So when we come back, we'll get into some more discussion regarding African-American lifestyle in the state of Iowa. And some of these terms that are continuing to be part of the formal statistic conversation, I really think they need to go. Half sibling, child out of wedlock. It's 2023. It's not the same. But you can't. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, I think. Call my child a half sister again and see what happens. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? It's yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. I sip the dog pee watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes all the words past the Hey, you're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Thank goodness we don't put our conversation on the radio when we're not on it because, woof, be looking for a job. Yeah, the FCC would definitely. Gone. They'd be like, uh, thank you very much. Um, we have, <laughs> we don't issue licenses for on-air announcers anymore, but if we did, yes, you're not getting one. Matter of fact, the old ones that you have, yes, we're burning them. You have lost your life. As long as I don't lose my black card, that's all I really care about. I'm just, I'm just saying. You'll never lose that, trust me. Or your AARP card. That's right. You're not even old enough to get an AARP yes, card. No, you're not. You know why? Because now Did AARP, they drop it to what, 40? Yeah, anybody can be a member. Anybody can be a anybody member? Can that's be a unfortunate. Member. That it is, is unfortunate. It is the Association of Retired People that will that's right. that open up the doors. That's right. Anybody can have an AARP card. They must card. really need some money. Hey, though, that's I the guess. times that we are in. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> all these, like, half-sister and half-brother. Let's get rid of all that. Out of wedlock. Come on now. We're dealing with enough already. People can say what they want to say. It's America. And if you disagree with it, it's okay. I remember you said that, Dr. Ken. Now, the way you treat me. WTMJ The way you treat me. Remember he said that. The, the way you Evan, treat me. Evan, you heard me, him, right? The way she beats and you me got up it. off. Uh, so next time, uh, I'll be like, Dr. Ken. I'm wounded. People have the right to say what they want to say. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All I'm saying is that what I'm putting saying? that in my back pocket. And the first time, I'll be what? like, Dr. Ken. First time what? You'll do it. You'll probably do first it. First time what? You'll probably do it before the show's over. First time what? Contradict yourself. I always do. I'm a contrarian. <laughs> I was like, What's your point? Like, okay. She act like she's telling me I don't know about myself. <laughs> Anywho. But anyway, um, one old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Will we come back in the 8 o'clock hour? We got another break? We just came back on. Yes. Yeah, this 
called Moose. Mm-hmm. Got, got three of them. Um, <laughs> there was a doubles pair that was disqualified in a tennis game. And I need somebody to help me understand. Just, if anybody plays tennis, call 855-616-1620. I, I've, I'm confused. Now, there are only a couple things I don't play. Tennis is one of them. The other one is lacrosse. Um, and high lie. You ever seen high lie down in Miami? Mm-mm, no. Yeah. I don't play that. I'm sorry to play pickleball. Ball, button, I ain't playing pickleball. I don't, I don't even, like, that's, that's insulting to me. That's like an old bitty person. Like, anyway. Um, I, I, I'm listening. I didn't say anything. I saw it. I, I saw it. You didn't say anything. Go if ahead. If you with know the story, how to Dr. play Ken. tennis, please give us a call. I have a question. Oh, National Bank talking text line is 855 616 Perspective. Knowledge and some fun along the way. This is the truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. That's me playing the piano. One finger. 855-616-1620 is Old National Bank. Talk and text line. Old National Bank, get me. Oh, I'm sorry. Get old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wesley, you're on the new. I keep almost saying it, but you I almost did it. It's okay. The new uh, uh, truth, truth on TMJ. There you go. All right. How's it going, Hi. Wesley? How's it going? Okay. 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 It's going great. So I got this new story here that I need help with because I am not a tennis player. Um, I don't play one on TV. I think I've played tennis twice in my entire life, and I'm in my 60s. So I'm just, which was a long time ago. So I'm just putting that out there. You know, back back when the old age and when Denise was wasn't even a pimple in, in her parents' eye. Um, he said, "Uh huh." A French Open doubles match ended controversially today. 16th seeds and they had the two players were disqualified after a ball girl was hit by a ball. So. Basically, what happens is Cato, one of the players, innocuously hit the ball to the back of the court after a point, and though it didn't appear as if she intentionally meant to hit the ball girl, the ball hit her head. Standing at the back of the court, the tearful ball girl was you know, visibly shaken. The umpire issued a code violation, but the Grand Slam supervisor and tournament referee came to the court, had a discussion, and told them that the players had been defaulted and basically they lost. Am I missing something? The tennis journalist... Yeah, it's up... Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. The tennis journalist said, brutal call, ball not hit in anger whatsoever, just hit across tooth ball girl to keep the match flowing because it was the other team's turn to serve. The ball girl had her hands full... She reacted late and got hit by the ball. What am I missing? Oh, like it's a discretionary call with uh, the tournament director. I guess they didn't. Uh, they they might have thought it was an egregious act by the player. Where, just like uh, Serena Williams at a U.S. Open, she said uh, after a ball was called out that I'm gonna I'm gonna kill the umpire. So she she got some severe sanctions 
Yeah, but that I understand. You made a you made a verbal threat to somebody. Yeah. But I, I didn't see the, the point that they're talking about, but I know it's like uh, if they might have thought it was done purposefully or there wasn't any remorse by the player for, for doing it. But I don't really see why they would have defaulted them other, other than that it was, uh, if it was just an uh, accident, they, they shouldn't have defaulted them. But they must have thought it was like a, a non-remorseful act where they did it out of anger or something. But like I said, I didn't, I didn't see the match cause I was working today, but, but they literally said it's the other team's ball. Right. So they hit the ball yeah. to the ball girl probably didn't look, they know where she is. They hit it in her vicinity and she was doing something else or had her hands full and couldn't get a hold of the ball before it hit her. Yeah, it's it's one of those discretionary calls. I, I don't agree with it. Well, myself, but, but but the Grand uh, Slam rule book says players shall not violently, dangerously, or with anger hit, kick, or throw a tennis ball within the precincts of the tournament site, except in the reasonable pursuit of a point during a match, including warmups. Well, they must have deemed that it was uh, an egregious act that was uh, wow. purposeful. So wow, that's un- that's unfortunate. Get that, so. So I guess there really is no room for accidents in tennis, huh? Uh, It's what they (laughs) deem as an accident. So, you know, you you can, and it it depends on the quality of the player. You know, if it's a great player, they let them go a little farther than if it's just a a lowly ranked player because they don't want to lose their highest ranked player in the tournament. Okay, so last last question, Wesley. Do you think they would have thrown, today, do you think John McEnroe could make it in tennis? I think he could. I think he could. He might have to tone down his act a little bit, but he, he no, certainly could. There's no, some... the, the same way John McEnroe was through the 70s and 80s. Do you think that John yeah, McEnroe well, would make think... it today? I think he would because I, he never really, you know, angered by, like, hitting people with balls and stuff. He would get angry at the umpire and take it verbally to a degree, but he, he didn't get, you know, like violent on the court with uh, throwing throwing rackets and stuff on the court, but not throwing it at uh, linesmen and stuff. But didn't so. you just say that about Venus Williams, that she said that she wanted to kill him? And so, I mean, I've heard John McEnroe say things that probably shouldn't have even been on TV, but yet he got away with it, but Venus says something and oh, she did Oh, come didn't. now. We all know the reason why. Let's not even go down that rabbit hole. Let's, I mean, come on. It's because he's a white guy, period. It's like, it's not rocket science. Let's move on from that. We already know. That's the reason why. Point blank. Serena's a black woman. John Macken, whatever his name, Mac and Roll was a white guy. He, that's why he got away with it. We, we all know that. Mm. Period. No, he got away with it because he's a better top player. Okay. The top players, they don't want to lose. So. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it, Wesley. Can I say one thing more? Yes, sir. Can I say one more thing? Yes. Okay, so I, I am a big tennis player, so... I grew up in Chicago, but now I live in Wisconsin, but I, I personally don't drink alcohol, but when I go to tournaments, people bring coolers of beer to tournaments. It's the culture of Wisconsin. I know, but it's just like, I mean, I work in healthcare and I see the ill effects of alcohol, but it's just like, <laughs> I, I just think the culture of the drinking in Wisconsin has just got to change. Well, so they know. make it here. So that's part of the issue. 
they do make it here, but they also see the effects of it here on their liver and their brain. And oh, they don't care. I'm from Illinois too, and yet, and yet, we live in two. We live, we live in between two states that legalize marijuana. Yeah. And Wisconsin won't, but they'll they'll let everybody drink under the they'll influence. They'll let you drink yourself under Again, the table, kill yourself, drive. But Wesley, you Wesley, go to the Brewer Stadium. You yep. go to the Brewer Stadium, and everybody there is under the influence, and everybody leaves the stadium and, and they drives all get on the road, and yep. they're all. Yeah. Wesley, yeah. I mean, Wesley, as much as we appreciate you tuning in to the show oh. and, and providing your perspective and, yep. and experience and expertise on tennis, I'm gonna say this to you, brother Wesley. Read between the lines. Yep. Thank you so much for your call. Yeah. All right. All right. Appreciate you, Wesley. Take care. Now, President Biden is turning 81 in November. Ain't it time to go to break? <laughs> well, not break your leg or break your... I can't believe he said that John McEnroe was a better tennis player than Serena Williams. Uh, wow. Just, uh, and that's the reason why. That's the reason why. Wow. Okay. Um, do we have to go to break, Evan? Yeah, we do. Okay. So we come back from break. <laughs> The reality is President uh-huh. Joe Biden is turning 81 in November, and he has announced that he is running for re-election, <sighs> which will make him the oldest president <sighs> of the United States of America ever. ever. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. That was my phone that Break just dropped. Stuff. Break stuff. Serena Williams and John. Get... Yes, let's take a break so I can have my offline conversation. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You are listening to (laughs) The Truth segment on 620 WTMJ. You know, I'm going to find one just because. I, I've been who I am for 47 years. One, one, of the, one of the things we were talking about off the air that, that, that is glaring is it's only recent that a small amount of marijuana got you a municipal citation. When I was in law enforcement for years, you had marijuana. You got charged with a misdemeanor or a felony. But OWI was a city citation your first time. And I always thought, that's just weird to me. Like, you let people drive and you get caught driving drunk and all you get is a ticket the first time? And somebody said, well, you know, they make beer here. And I was like, yeah. They were like, no, they make beer here. They got, I said, they said one of the best places, one of the best organizations in Wisconsin that has power and clout is the Tavern League. But Wesley brought up something that made me think about the fact that you leave a football game or a basketball game or a baseball game where you sell liquor, clearly you are not not intoxicated after two innings. The way baseball games go so fast now, you drank. Well, I, 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 don't, even, I don't drink, so I don't, I don't know what the thing is. But, you, you know, we're going to close it off at, after the so-and-so inning. But then the game's over. You're still driving. You still had like three, four, five beers. But man, you get if you drive. smell marijuana. But if you smell weed, <laughs> oh, we're going to pull the car over, call out the dogs, get all the. And, and I don't smoke marijuana either. 
I don't think you should smoke marijuana while you're driving. If there was something that I would think you should not do, drugs are one of the things you should not do. Alcohol is a drug. But but we we have this thing about alcohol being legal, so it's okay because it's social and marijuana isn't. And I'm like, how many people how many people do you know they have died of a marijuana overdose? Um during my law enforcement years, none. Okay. How many people do you know that have died of liver disease or driving under the uh, influence of alcohol? Significant numbers, not to include the five that just died in Mm -hmm. a crash a couple weeks ago. So, like I said, Wesley, read between the lines, brother. Right. President Biden. What's up with him? (laughs) Bless his heart. If I'm 80, I don't want to be doing anything except figuring out which convention to go to, how I'm going to get my airline ticket and get to him from the airport. If I'm 80, I'm I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to get from my bed to the bathroom. Without falling. <laughs> I ain't going to be that much. I, I, I think I'm going to be in pretty decent shape to get to the bathroom. They okay, make, so Todd, they, they Todd on the Old National Bank Talk <laughs> text line says, he go, and I'm going to read this before I go to my spill. Many, many people have died from alcohol, just legalized marijuana. The worst thing that happens is you get the monkeys and go to sleep while you're watching a movie. I think he meant munchies. Munchies. Okay. Many, many people have died from alcohol. Just, just, what is that? Okay. Help me understand what he's saying. Many people have died from alcohol. I don't know what, what he's trying to okay. say. Many, many people I think died. actually, so Todd, I, my apologies, because I thought you were going to say something else. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now that I read it, Todd, my apologies. If you could just add some additional context, because what I think you're saying is that more people have died from alcohol than, than, than legalized Yeah, that's marijuana. what I think you're saying. Just right. just make sure I'm saying that right, Todd. And thank you for your your text. I the totally most that I've had miss- people on the street is they, and I think you get the monkeys? I don't know what Not that the munchies, is. the monkeys? I don't know what the monkeys are. Yeah, what are the monkeys, Is that, is that, is that white or black vanilla? You, I was going to say, you got to be careful when you're talking to black folks munchies, and you use munchies, the word monkey. Yeah, okay, okay. munchies. Yeah. I was like, I'm, this is a teachable All moment. All correct is a, is a bear. Yeah, black, a bear. black folks don't, don't, don't take monkeys too well, Todd. <laughs> so I'm glad you... <laughs> I like how you put it. He's munchies, like, munchies, munchies, munchies. 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 <laughs> so I was like, not on, my, not on my show. I know that's right, Todd. I did not mean that. Look, he did it again. He's like, I love Todd. Todd literally, he said munchies, 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 and then munchies, munchies, because you know black folks look like monkeys. He just spelled it all the different. Way yeah. You spell. Thank you. He has a sense of humor. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, I like Todd. <laughs> love you back, Todd. That he says, "I love you. Love you back." Funny. That was funny. We needed that icebreaker. I so only back to Biden. One time in my entire career, where I had a traffic stop and I stopped somebody, and they were asleep at the red light, foot on the brake, because they had been smoking marijuana. I've never had a person speed. Matter of fact. In my and and this is totally anecdotal. It's only my experience. The very few times people people that's that's on marijuana, I know to pull you over. Forget the smell. You're driving like eight miles an hour. You're so freaking paranoid. Like, are you going to speed? I am going fast. No, you're not going fast. You're going eight miles an hour, and you think you're going at a normal speed, and you're not because you're half sleep. This is all I'm going to say <laughs> about marijuana. Okay. So Governor Evers and you shouldn't drive with marijuana. Governor Evers has been public. He's he's all for legalizing marijuana, recreational and medicinal. Minnesota now is the twenty, I think twenty third state right. to legalize marijuana, right. 
And from my understanding, Governor Evers, he described the state of Wisconsin as Weed Island because we are literally in the middle of two states that are benefiting from Wisconsinites that are driving either to the border of Illinois or the border of Minnesota and purchasing marijuana. And all of this tax revenue that they're making. Right. Or I should say, right. from the because sales tax on marijuana, it is like double digits but minimum. When we come, but when we come back, what I want to do is talk about that. We can't talk about Biden. The tax piece. We got to talk about Biden, and then we're gonna talk about Biden. President Biden is gonna be if, eighty-one in November well, and is running. If, that means if, if he wins, if, if he'll he, be like eighty-five. If he would smoke some weed, he maybe gonna <laughs> be able to walk it. Oh yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm 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 just kidding. Welcome back Welcome to the back. truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, Denise Thomas. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. So before we go to Biden, um, one of the negatives about legalizing marijuana is, one, a positive is that you you have to mainstream it and you have to make sure you regulate and make sure what's in it and purities and all that. The issue is like Colorado. So Colorado has a state tax, but of course Colorado thought they would they would make the tax higher on drugs because they thought they'd make more money. All they did is created a subculture of illegal marijuana sales in Colorado that's now significantly worse than it was before because of the tax. So if only middle class, upper middle class, and rich people can afford to smoke weed, the same poor people that were buying it illegally are going to continue to buy it illegally in spades. And now we have this 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 you know state of Colorado is overrun with illegal marijuana sales because mm-hmm. they've they've created this thing because of the taxation. Just tax it at the regular rate. Make sure somebody from the Food and Drug Administration or whatever your state agricultural says these are the three or four types you can sell. It has to have this, this, that's it. We're done. It'll be fine. And I didn't realize, so our producer shared that Michigan is also, so now we really are Weed Island. Surrounded. Surrounded by states. Yep. Yeah. So Illinois charges you based on the potency. That's what we were talking about offline. Well, that's dumb. Well, but then they also give you, okay, President Biden. I'm not getting this conversation. You're about to self-incriminate. Yeah, so Biden has (laughs) fallen a couple times in the past weeks. Hey, Todd, see, he go to Illinois with you. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Todd. <laughs> Todd, text me offline, okay? Text uh, he, me offline. I think he just did. Um, <laughs> uh, two things we want to talk about. So President Biden has fallen two, three times in the last couple of weeks. And he's 80 years old. 80, 80, 81 years he's old. He's on almost 81. He'll be 81 and, November. And I don't understand. This. This is just me. Why do people still want to put him in office? Like, I don't, what is that? Do they feel sorry for him or do they know that someone else is running the country for It's just bizarre. It's, it's bizarre. Donald Trump, 70 something years old. He'll be in his eighties if he went, no, go away. But we have the, again, we have this old white guy mentality where everybody that runs the country is an old white guy. So how Barack Obama made it, I would really love to go. Bill Clinton back. was young. He was like what? Yeah, fifty something. Yeah, fifties. Yeah. He he and he and Barack Obama were were kind of in that same. President Clinton was fifty, but I think President Obama, when he was elected, he was like forty eight, forty nine. He was mm-hmm. like yeah, mm-hmm. very young. He was under fifty. Yeah, and 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 so 
he was like, you know, crowned and tapped in Illinois. Boop. You're going to run for state, then you're going to do the U.S. Senate, and then you're going to. And rarely do people not finish their terms and run. Here's the here's the thing. The reality for me is growing up as a child, I idolized the mm-hmm. position of being president of the United States. I thought it was just like, it's like up there with God, like just president. Uh-huh. And I, my personal belief is that over the past 10 or 15 years, when technology has afforded platforms like social media, now you have 24, 7, 365 news. There's so much access to things that we can see now that we probably wouldn't be able to see before. Like I just learned that when president Reagan was shot, the assassination attempt on president Reagan, when he was in the hospital, he was like almost dead and they staged this uh, photograph where they positioned his hand to give a thumbs up, but he was like almost gone. Right now that was in the eighties. So of course, you know, it was limited. There, the technology didn't. But there's a lot of presidents, I believe, that were around that age that had the same type of falls or you know memory lapse mm-hmm. as we're seeing with Joe Biden. It's just that Joe Biden is the president when there's a lot more access to what he's doing. Why are you looking like that? I don't know if we've had a president that old. I mean, one or Reagan? one or two falls when you're in your fifties. President well, Reagan. Reagan wasn't in his eighties. Yes, he was in his eighties. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check right now. Yes. Ronald Reagan? Yes. Mm. All right. So he was 69 when elected. When he when he passed, I thought he was like 80. When he passed away. I'm sorry. Okay. Not passed away. I'm sorry. When he was president, I thought he was like 80. Mm-mm. Okay, no. but he had amnesia. He didn't have amnesia. He, he purposefully he forgot on, on purpose. <laughs> Those, the, that Iran-Contra thing was just, I don't know what that was. He... <laughs> Had early signs of amnesia. And I know people don't play with President Reagan in this country. So back to President Biden. Well, he, had, he had dementia. Um, Alzheimer's are one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, but it. What I'm saying is that we're seeing way more. Yeah, we're seeing yeah. way more. And we, it shows the importance that the criteria to be president, there, there needs to be an end. Um, time on that too like like after a certain age you can't run for president. i completely agree 75 boop you're done you're done i completely agree because you have to be how old in america to run for president 30? 35 35 yes so yeah natural cap- born citizen 35 natural born citizen right. cap it at 75 75 that's that should do i completely agree you more, just like we do the military just like we do federal agencies but i want to go back to your question why do you even want to run again why, yeah i don't i don't like, get you've that. been a but politician we need a Democrat. listen the president is no, not going to have that much of a significant effect on your life other than maybe one or two things and after that politics are local how you feel your quality of life your taxes your safety crime education it's local but for some reason, we whenever local goes south, right, they point us, well, look, at we don't want Trump. No, let's take our eye off Trump and let's figure out how the city's not going to go into an economic cliff in 2025. Because mm-hmm. every time we talk about that, y'all bring up the RNC and I've always, Trump. And correct me if I'm wrong. I've always associated the president's power right. with our military. Right. Commander in chief. Right. That's that's really where I see the power, like in terms of, right. you know, and other in than the that, time of crisis. Yes. You step up. But other than that, to your point, it's either local or state. I'm not not really, you know, it's cute and it's nice. I want to see, 
But in the end, it's like uh, for real. President President Joe Biden go somewhere and sit down. And Donald Trump go somewhere and sit down. Let some let some younger people come in. And, well, with Kamala and Harris vote. being the vice president, that also has a, has weight on. Now, young people in this country, you and I they both love know that they don't want Kamala Harris. Well, as that's what I'm saying. President, young people, they love her. The polls show that young people are in favor of Vice President Kamala Harris. The rest of the world, or I should say, the rest, the rest of the country, right. not so much. Right. I um, <laughs> on the old National Bank talking text line, they're saying that President Ford, he fell a lot too. Yep. Up, uh, up the stairs. But anyway, I don't know how you follow up the stairs. But anyway, uh, we'll be right back. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're simply the best. Better than all the rest. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Thomas, and you are listening to the Queen of Rock and Roll, the Queen, the Queen of Rock and Roll, Tina Turner. Rest in heaven, rest in peace. Man, I miss that woman. It's it's even hard to hear that song still. It's too soon, too soon, y'all. Oh, stop. I love Tina Turner. Yes. Can I say one thing to you? Left and what I'm going to ask you not to do in the city. What yes. I'm going to ask you not to do is to scream. Oh Lord! Lose your mind, fall out the seat. Hang on. As long as it's not about Justin Timberlake and 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 nothing just, happened to him. Just, did it? No. Okay. And good. just and just act a plum. What was it? My my grandma say, act a plum fool. You ready? I'm just gonna say it, and then I want you to respond in a very rational, okay, straightforward, educated, yes, communicative <laughs> way. You I'm ready? closing my eyes. I don't even want to look you at your ready? face. Yes, I'm listening. You ready? Let's go. I got a witness, Mr. Producer. Do I have a witness? Yes or no? Yes, you do. Beetlejuice 2. Yeah! No! Oh. I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. You, I know. You, I'm sorry. Okay, let's do it again. All right. All right. All right. You ready? <clears throat> yes. Beetlejuice 2. It's coming out in yes. September of 2024. Stop smiling. Keep, 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 bring, bring your voice back down. Bring, bring it down. Michael Keaton bring and Tim Burton are partnering again. They are filming as we speak. Warner Brothers has officially announced Beetlejuice 2. And one of the most underrated actresses that I think of when Michael I Michael Keaton. Of, no, 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 no. Oh, oh my, Michael Keaton is the, is the bomb. Okay. He's, he's Michael Keaton and uh, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. are, are just... They, their their careers just oh, versatile oh roles, just yes. phenomenal. Winona Ryder. <laughs> when you think about some of the things I'm she's out. done, y'all have a great week. I'm out. I, I okay, thought well, you were going to drop Winona. That yeah. is who you. Yes. Doesn't I'm again. Listening. Everybody responds like that, but when I'm you listening. look at her actual body of work, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of up there. It's, it's up now, there. I know Winona Ryder has dated some fine men. I'll give her that. Her <sighs> boyfriends have been just beautiful. She dated Johnny Depp. <sighs> she dated, um, oh, man, what was his name? But I don't hold her mm. in that regard. I think actresses like Viola Davis are unsung. Without a doubt. Winona Ryder, not so much. Well, that's you. Yeah, no, but let's back to Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, too. The original came out in 1980. I remember I was 12 years old and I watched Beetlejuice 2. I've seen that you movie. Hmm. Okay. 
You were 80 when I was 12, Dr. Ken, okay? So anywho, I watched Beetlejuice for about, I'd say, 150 times in my childhood. I cannot wait. When it premieres, matter of fact, I want to actually go to the red carpet premiere of Beetlejuice 2. I think we should just set up. No, I'm not going to do that. Let me talk to marketing first before we okay. get ourselves in trouble. Yeah, don't do that. Because we... <clears throat> Because because Beetlejuice was I see a movie groundbreaking. Yes, it was, was groundbreaking. I'd never seen a movie like that before. And Michael Keaton just did a, an amazing job. Um, yes, you look just like him. What was the the? Um, I'm, a, I'm a black man. I don't look like. You know what? Winona Ryder. Is that why you brought her up? Because she was in that movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. It didn't even register <laughs> until just now. That's how. Like I was like. And guess who's gonna be in the new cast? Winona Ryder. Yes. They said, so this is what I love about Tim Burton and Michael Keaton. They said, we're doing Beetlejuice 2 exactly the right. same way right. we did Beetlejuice. And, so that and means, who's in it? Willem Dafoe. One of the, I, I think, love William one Dafoe. of the greatest actors Now, I've I agree with seen. you on that, too. He killed it in Spider-Man. He was in, um. He was in everything. Uh, William Dafoe. He was in a war movie that made me take a step back and go, this guy's phenomenal. This Do you guy's. know, fun, fun fact about William Defoe? he loves Milwaukee. He loves Wisconsin. Isn't he from he, Wisconsin? Is he from Wisconsin? I think he is. Okay, because I know he visits here quite often. I've seen William yeah, Defoe during home. my 20 year tenure here in the state of Wisconsin. I've seen him about five times. Very yeah, nice, very friendly. Appleton. Yeah, that's yeah, why. He's okay. from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah he, very friendly, very friendly guy. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about Beetlejuice 2. Again, y'all, breaking news Beetlejuice 2, it's coming out. Warner Brothers just announced September 6th, 2024 is the scheduled subject to change is premiere date. Labor Day weekend? Probably. Mm. Oh, yeah. They's, come on now. It's not a game. Mm. They're like, we're about to wipe out Marvel, Fast and Furious, mm. The Little Mermaid. We're about to break Avatar. We're about to break all kinds of records. Was Beetlejuice a cartoon? No. It was just a made-up movie. Yes. That's it turned scary. into a cartoon. No, no. But that's that's scary when out of your brain you created. Tim Burton is a genius. T- Tim, well, you know, Tim Burton, he worked with <laughs> Michael Keaton on Batman. Right. Yes, he did. Tim Burton is. is he's cold. He's very cold. Like he, yeah. Matter of fact, he might be one of the most undersung or unsung directors. Because I don't know how many Academy Awards or Golden Globes that he's won. I have to fact check that. Tim Burton. When we come back. We gonna talk her off the ledge, or no? We might have to put her on the ledge. Because I still want to know why President Joe Biden is running for re-election at the age of eighty-one. He will be eighty-one in November. Why? Why? I, I have an idea why. Well, tell me when we come back, because I need to know why. This is the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm going to tell Denise now, we got two more breaks. So you don't freak out <sighs> and get all... Yeah, Helena Bottom Carter. is looks like she's in a relationship with um, Tim Burton. Or was in a relationship with Tim Burton? No, that's they're not married. That's no, her, that's, They're domestic partners. Right. Okay. I'm going to use that term. I don't know what that means. Dear God, yeah. please send me a domestic partner. Mm, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I don't want a husband. I want a domestic partner. Because all the legalities that go with marriage. I'm 47. My kids are adults. I don't need to be married. Okay. But I do need a domestic partner. That's I'm, Thank you for that. I'm going to change my prayer tonight. Dear Lord. No, you're not. Please don't send even me stop. a domestic 
part. What do you mean? Hey, Willem, Willem, I got her number. Willem Dafoe, <laughs> call me. I'll, I'll, I'll hook up. No, I didn't say up. I wanted to date William Dafoe. I would go on a date. Willem. His name Willem. is Willem. I would go on a date with him, but I would not date him. The, will you take his $40 million? No. Okay. No, I'm not. I don't Whose marry. Money you gonna take? I, I don't marry. I don't take anybody's money. I make my own. I do pretty well. I'm good. You missed my point. What? Do you, well, what's your point, Doctor Ken? What? What you said? Would I take his forty million? No. What about Denzel? Two hundred eighty Tra- million. Training day, Denzel. Two hundred eighty million. Training day, Denzel. He could be two hundred eighty million. He could be two point eight cents. <laughs> training day, Denzel Washington. Look, Are you kidding look, me? He wouldn't salary, have to do nothing. His salary for his movies. Sixty million dollars. And he's sixty-eight Willem, years Willem old. Defoe? No, Denzel. That's right. Sixty-eight. He's years earned old. every every penny. Wow. Same as, as woman, this, same as wife. As this guy on the airplane said to me one day, and I was like, "Did you realize what you just said?" He was like, "Because my phone, I was sitting next to this guy on a flight, mm-hmm. and I said, my when, if my phone rings, I had to go use the restroom on the plane. I said, if my phone rings and it's Denzel, tell him I'll call him right back. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, it was a joke. And he was like, "He's one of the good ones." And I was like. Wow. Wow. Do we treat white people like that? Good ones and bad ones? I, You know, there's a joke that the comedian Monique said. She was like, there's white people and there's white, white people. Right. Oh, somebody's propositioning on the talking. T- yes, they are. <laughs> shut I up. Think you got shut a- up. Shut up. Shut up. Dr. Ken, stop. That's between that's between me and him. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm going to go to break. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to the truth on TMJ because if we, I'm breaking a little oh, bit getting, early because getting, it's getting kind of. I'm getting multiple. Re- I'm getting multiple propositions. I'm, I'm not. I'm not reading the talking text line anymore because I. I'm. Oh, I love it. I'm not single. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. Now that's the only person that if you said. You what? know, something happened to JT, that, what? that's what I would be like. Oh, my God. I would pass out, roll on the floor. It's my baby. Yeah, but I did say Beetlejuice, too. And you almost. Oh, like, man, I, I can't to, wait. I had, to, I had to tire down to the chair and get it. No. September 6, 2024 can't come quick enough. I cannot wait to see Beetlejuice, uh, too. Why, 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 did, why did the truth all, like, what, what, what do you mean everything's canceled today? Like, oh, no, it's a holiday. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice two is coming up, so we're, we're <laughs> exactly. not working. That's not it. You know what? Let's and, and start petitioning need, that now. And then we need the weekend off to recover. Exactly. Let's start petitioning that I'm now. I'm going to watch it when it comes out, and then the next day, and of then course. the next day, and then the next day. And of then course. I email Mike now and let him know that we need off Sunday yes. hey, in 2024, whatever Mike, that September we need, is. We need, we need, I believe we need it, to your point, though, I believe it's coming out Memorial, or excuse me, Labor Day weekend. We, we just need the weekend. So we just need the whole weekend. Let's just do the whole weekend and we, we're not going to bother with all this. I love all these. Like Indiana Jones is coming out with another. Did it already come out or is it coming out? No, it ain't out yet. Yeah. So shout out to all the the sequels of the great movies of the 80s and 90s. I'm here for it. I love it. Top Gun Maverick was awesome. I watched that like five times. And what's so crazy, one of my friends, she had never seen Top Gun. Right. So we watched Top Gun first. Right. And she was like... Oh my God! I was right. told you. Right. See, that's the kind of movies that we like: Breakfast Club, yep. uh, Pretty in Pink. Yep. Uh, all, that's who was one entertaining. of entertaining, phenomenal actress Molly Ringwald. Yes, and she looks exactly the same. Have you Googled image her? Yep. She that, looks that whole that whole Brat Pack. Yes, group. great movie. Yeah. Saint Elmo's Fire. All those movies I grew up watching. Uh, Brothers. Uh, 
the it was the movie about Martha's Vineyard. I forget. It was with Jada Pinkett and uh, a lot of great actors in that movie. Anywho, shout out to all the great movies in the 80s and 90s. Indiana Jones, June 30th, 2023. Bam! This month, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, gotta love me some Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was fine back in the Star Wars days. See, that's the Han thing. Solo, yeah. I'm sorry? Uh, Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Oh, pff, I said Obi-Wan Kenobi. All the Star Wars fans are like literally cursing my name right now. Yes. Han Solo. Who was Obi-Wan? Oh, dude, was that? Um... The Inkwell. Thank you, The Inkwell. That was a great movie. Sorry, Star Wars fans. I apologize. That was definitely unacceptable. Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo. Harrison Ford was fine. Training Day, Denzel. He uh, wouldn't have to make he wouldn't have to work for the rest of his life. Sixteen candles. Yes. Yeah. And And isn't it weird? There were no black people in any of those movies. And yet we love them. But yet we love those movies, right? <laughs> It's like we didn't exist. We didn't exist. The, the, and everything was suburban Chicago. I know. Because what's his, what's his name? Because he made Home Alone, too. What's yeah, his name? Steve. Um, I can't remember. No, it wasn't Steve. Evan, what's the director? I'm, I'm Steve Soderheim. He made Trading Places, too. Right. Great director. What was yeah. his name? Trading Places, 16 Candles, Home Alone. He died not too long ago. Yeah, he was he? from Chicago, too. Yeah. What was his name? Okay, he's fact-checking. But, yeah. Um, mm. Well, like we were talking about on The Truth the other day, the Jetsons. In the future, there were no black people in the Jetsons. It was like, do we Chris exist? Columbus. John, Chris Columbus. John? John Hughes. And John Hughes. Candles. Yes, those two. Yeah. Home, Home Alone was Chris Columbus. Classics. Yep. That black people did not. <laughs> yep. Not a, not well, trading a black, places. Not a black person. Not in one. It. Maybe maybe a server. All right. That's okay. All right. But anyway, yeah. it's not okay, but I'm saying like, <laughs> like let me be clear. No, it's not okay. And I think even um, he made a statement about the lack of diversity he had in his movies. And if he yeah. could do them over again, he would have done them differently, which I appreciate. But the suburbs, he put a man, there were no black people there. Will met. We didn't live in, 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 in up there at the time. We there we do now, but not not then. Well, what I appreciate Skokie, is Illinois. We didn't live up there. The, Evanston. The nope. lady, the mom from um, Home Alone, mm-hmm. who was on Schitt's Creek. Uh-huh. She did a commercial with Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. and you know the famous line in Home Alone is Kevin. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, people are getting it. Uh-huh. It's got to be representation. It's got to be inclusivity. You've got to have a representation of all human beings in right. this country right. in order to really market and sell. But shout out to all the '80s and '90s movies that did not star or feature black people. Oh. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Um, Don't you forget about What was the me? one about everybody died and came back? Um, oh, Cocoon. No, no, no. Um, that was a good movie, too, with no black people. The guy that was in 24. Oh, Sutherland. Yeah. Keeper, Keeper Sutherland. Sutherland. Um, the died and came back. Oh! I can't remember the name of the movie. Speaking of, because he was in the movie, Stand By Me was a classic. Yep. That was another good one, Stand By Me. So Obi-Wan for the um, episode one, two, and three. So the prequels was Ewan McGregor. Okay. But, you know, there, Dr. Ken, there's a lot of black movies that were popular that white people or all people loved. Sure. I'm just waiting for you to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let me think. Independence Day starred Will Smith. Mm. That was a box office grossing. I'm done with Will. Why? I'm done with Will. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not for the record. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll I'll start getting mad at people for making mistakes when I stop making them. Bright Lights, Big City. 
Renegades. You talking about uh, Flatliners? That was the name of the movie. I remember it, but I didn't watch it that much. I wasn't into like. There was a Dracula movie. It was like Tom. It was Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. I forget the name of it. It was like a Dracula movie. Interview with a Vampire. Did not watch that. I don't no, do horror don't movies. Do yeah, I don't. Freddie, Jason, didn't don't do, do none it. Of that. Didn't Ever, do none of that. Never saw him. Never went to see Mm-mm. him. I mean, and I watched him. The movie that scared the living Candy schnitzel, man. schnitzel out of me. Candy Finally, man. a black man, a brother. And then he's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win. Can't win. <laughs> this is the kickoff of the summer. Yes, Go it check is. out, support the movies, the box office, check out a good movie. We need to add a movie segment. We do. Because yeah. I love movies. We need to add a movie I'm segment. I'm like, um, what was the famous duo that that critiqued movies? Ebert. Siegel. Siskel and Ebert. I'm I'm the black version of that. Oh, you both of them now? I can be. <laughs> Anybody want to offer me a show? Thomas and Harris. Or is it Harris and Thomas? It, it would be Harrison Thomas. Okay. Save the best for last. That's true. Last. You're absolutely right. It is going to be a good night. It's yep. going to be a great week. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We will. Evan, are we, we back got, next week? We got ten, We got eight seconds, by the way. All right. We're back next week. Have yes, a great we're week. We're back next week. God bless. Take care. I'm out. Just waking up in the morning. Gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no hum. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a call from a girl I wanna do.